Welcome to Intentional Living Today. Dr. Randy, I got a question for you. Think about the dogs that you, you're aware of, uh, the breeds of dogs that you have seen, or maybe you even own one. And if you were to think about yourself, uh, which uh, type of dog, breed of dog, are you most like? What? Intentional living? I had a much more serious topic. We were going to talk about forgiveness today, and we're just going to put that off, and yeah, we'll talk about it another, uh, another day, maybe here in a week or so. Uh, I was thinking about this literally just coming into the studio. I was thinking about our traits, what makes us unique, thinking about intentional living. And one of the things that I know is that, that when we're in that sweet spot of knowing how we're wired and being able to live that out in our lives, there's where we get the greatest joy, the greatest peace, the greatest fulfillment in our life. It's kind of like, uh, you know, being a square peg in a square hole or a square. You got to be in the same place. You work better than a square peg in a round hole. And so we're not talking about just work. We're talking about our lives, understanding our traits, how we're wired, what makes us unique. So I'm going to open up the phone line just to ask you to tell me uh, which kind of a dog or breed of dog are you most like and why? What is it about the trait of that dog that sort of reflects who you are? And I got thinking about this because uh, my wife and I, we walk every morning and uh, we got a lot of dog walkers on the path in which we walk. (laughs) <laughs> and I got to tell you, sometimes you ever noticed how a, a, a dog owner kind of looks like their dog <laughs> and or, or their characteristics are like their dog? And it got me thinking about uh, sometimes uh, we can learn some things by giving a word picture. And so come and join us. Uh, we're going to have some fun today. But out of this, I want to share with you five really important points that we can learn from this discussion that will apply to living our lives intentionally in Christ. Okay, some practical takeaway a little bit later. 888-888-1717 is my number. 888-888-1717. Come on in. We're live. Love to have you join us. If you're on Facebook Live today, by the way, uh, you're welcome to just uh, post there what is the breed of the dog and maybe just a sentence afterward. How does it reflect who you are? Why that's important to you? Uh, I'd love to have you join us there on Facebook, or you can call 888-888-1717. I was literally thinking about this uh, about an hour ago, and there's a lot of interesting, I mean, dogs that, that I, w- I like, um, but I was thinking about a characteristic of a dog that sort of reflects who I am. And as I stumbled on this, I thought, wow. And it's uh, the English pointer. The English Pointer. Now, if you know anything about the English Pointer, I didn't know much, read about him. And uh, this breed of dog is designed to do one thing, and that's to point. Point at the prey. Point, point. And that's sort of the way I'm wired. I'm wired to point. I'm a pointer. Uh, That's why I do what I do. That's why I write. That's why I speak. That's why I do the radio program. Because I'm trying to say, hey, let me point you some things that maybe you should watch out for. Here's some things in the path down the way that can, you can stumble over to create a problem in your life. Maybe this will be helpful for you. And so um, I'm a pointer. And what I, found, what I found really interesting in reading about the characteristic of the English pointer is uh, the characteristics of this breed of dog is very, very similar to me. The pointer is adaptable. I'm very adaptable. My wife will tell you that. Sometimes she says, you're way too adaptable. You know, I just... I'll, I'll, I, you know, I, I can be in different settings with different people and uh, relate and connect. 
Obedient, yes. Even-tempered. I'm pretty even-tempered. Um, and then it goes on to say, this is interesting, that the pointer is more aloof and reserved. Some of you may not realize, but I'm more of an introvert. You know, you see me on the platform, or you hear me tell stories, or you hear me on the radio, you think I'm an extrovert, but I'm not. But many people who are communicators really are introverted. I'm, I love sitting, thinking, uh, yellow pads, writing ideas, reading a book, um, and that's sort of the characteristic of an English pointer. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Uh, what, what breed of dog would you be like? What kind of traits? How are you wired? There's five th- reasons I think that'll be uh, reflective of what we're talking about here. I'll get to a little bit later in the show. I'd love to have you join in. 888 is the number. We're live. Love to have you join us on Facebook. Uh, if you're uh, with us today, just post the breed of the dog and maybe give us a characteristic or two. And maybe it'll be insightful for you. I thought, wow, this is kind of cool. Interesting. So let's get going. Uh, let's go to Curtis first in Michigan. Hi, Curtis. How you doing? I'm doing good, sir. And yourself? Good. Good. All right, my friend. What kind of a dog do you relate to? A cane corso. Oh, what kind of a... I, I, tell me a little bit about that dog. It's it's a very large breed. Um, they are uh, they're very well known as gentle giants. Hmm. Um, very protective of their owners and families. Um, and there's a meme out there right now that's going go, like wildfire on these dogs, and it shows them they're big black dogs. But you can say what you say about me, do what you want to me. But the minute you go after my wife, my children, or my 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 family, is when you meet your maker. Hmm. So that's oh, how I, you're and, wired. You're a gentle, kind of a gentle giant protector of your family I, and the things that matter to you. Most certainly, I don't care what you say and do to me. You can drag my face in the mud for five miles, but the the line you don't cross is when you disrespect. Uh, obviously, I don't try and push my religion on anybody. But when you when you uh, step a line over my religion, my mm. wife or my children, it's a side of me that nobody wants to see. Uh, very interesting. All right, thank you, Curtis. Kane Corso, big dog. Some of you be looking these up, I'd imagine. Thank you, Curtis. Uh, protecting a protector, a protector. Very interesting. Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. How about you, Julie? There in Arizona. How are you today? I'm great. Thank Good. you. How are you? Good. What, what are the traits uh, of yourself and a dog, a breed that kind of connect? A dog breed would be a Yorkie Poo. Hmm. <laughs> um, Why is that? What is it about that dog? <laughs> well, they're just soft. They're cuddly. They like to. I like to cuddle with my husband. Um, and then there's times where I can be aggressive when I need to be and. Be, you know, assertive, not aggressive, but assertive. And, 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 and um, the Yorkie Poo is a little assertive, be. telling you what they think? <laughs> yes, the, <laughs> the Yorkie, yes, definitely. So, huh. All right, so yeah. the, the, the cuddling, the soft, but at the same time can be assertive and give you an opinion. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. All right, thank you, Julie, appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I wonder if anybody's going to call about cats. <laughs> That's another story. I was telling the story about our son, Derek, who has a cat, and uh, his name is Curtis. Curtis the cat. 
And Derry's got one of these auto feeders for the cat. And the cat lives by the auto feeder. <laughs> Every time I'm over there, he's just sleeping next to the auto feeder, waiting for the auto feeder to feed him. And like Derek said, he puts his paw in there sometimes and sees, sees if he can speed up the process. That's a whole nother story, isn't it? Talking about cats. All right. Uh, having some fun today, and there's a purpose for this, because I want to get into this thing about traits, how God wires, wired us. We're, we're all different. Each of us have some unique strengths. We've already seen that. Julie's saying, hey, she's wired soft, cuddly, uh, close, at the same time being assertive. Curtis is reminding us, hey, I'm a gentle person, but be careful, don't cross the line of uh, protecting my family and the things that are important. 888-888-1717, you know what would even be, would add f- some fun here, would be to say, I'll tell you what, my spouse, <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we won't go there. We'll see. 888 uh, is the number. What kind of a dog and the traits of the dog uh, sort of reflect who you are, your temperament, your personality. We're going to get to you, Carol, in a moment. Let's take a break first, though, Jennifer. We'll be back. By the way, when you call, we have the devotional uh, book, a 30-day devotions on one thing, the power of one thing, uh, and you'll get instructions You how you can receive it. It's free. It's our gift to you for participating in the show today. Uh, again, 888 so this English pointer, going to take a break, and we'll be back with more in a couple minutes here. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. What is the biggest mistake retirees make? Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. Very simple. Retirees' biggest mistake is a failure to plan. Life is split into thirds as I see it. The first third is about learning about life, about relationships. The second third is about living, growing your family, developing your goals. And the last third is about legacy and letting go. Instead of retiring, can I encourage you to maybe change that word to recreate because I think that's what God has for us. That we would establish in this last third of life new goals and new challenges, new opportunities for ministry. When you do those things and you do it intentionally and you do it as a couple, that is intentional living and that can change your retirement years. Visit us at theintentionallife.com. 888-888-1717. Lines are busy. Dog lovers, dog owners, people who don't own dogs. That's okay. But uh, maybe it's not even the kind of dog that you own or you have. But uh, uh, it's a characteristic or a trait of a dog that you say that kind of reflects who I am. Isn't it interesting, though, like I was saying earlier, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes you see people with their dogs and you say, I mean, they even look alike. I mean, they... Hello. I mean, they just look alike. And how that happens, I don't know. Uh, let's move on here. We're, and there's a point to this, by the way. If you just joined us, you say, what in the world? Where did Randy go today? Uh, we're talking about personality traits of dogs and owners and how they relate. Because 
There are five things I think we can learn from this discussion that I'll talk about here in, in just a couple minutes. Carol, first to you in Arizona. How are you? Always blessed. Great. Uh, tell me, what, what kind of a breed of dog do you relate to? I would be a Chihuahua. All right. Why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm short, yappy, and very stubborn. <laughs> do you have a Chihuahua? I did have. She died a little while back. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you think you? Do you think I had for seventeen years, so that was pretty good. Do you agree? Sometimes you think people pick dogs that kind of relate to who they are as a person, a personality. I would think so. I have seen some really strange combinations, however. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I'm sorry for your loss with your Chihuahua, but. now, when you say short, are you talking about stature, or are you talking about just short when it comes to your temperament? Uh, well, I'm barely five foot, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm short. All right, so uh, short, yappy, and stubborn, and that kind of reflects how you are in in your relationships. Yeah, I tend to overtalk and don't know when to shut up. So that's <laughs> that's definitely like a koala. Well, are you married, Carol? Not now. Not now. Okay. All right. Well, Carol, thank you for sharing that uh, with us today. Appreciate your participation in the show. Thank you, Dr. Andy. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. The reason I was asking that is it would be interesting to see if the spouse would agree <laughs> when it comes to what uh, what kind of a dog. Let's go to Tom in Michigan. Tom, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Terrific. Talking dogs today. The show has gone to the dogs today. Um, t- tell me, what kind of a dog or breed of dog would you relate to? It's a Corgi uh, Jack Russell mix. Um, he's a support animal. The uh, emotional support, I should say. Mm. And both as a minister and also as a uh, former adult foster care person, I kind of fit in that category taking care of uh, other people and supporting them emotionally and physically. That's where you find your greatest joy, don't you? Right. Uh, you know, giving of myself to others. Yeah. Do you own a dog like that now? I sure do. Hmm. You think you picked that kind of a dog because it reflects who you are? Uh, we picked it uh, mainly because it needed a home and it had some baggage. Hmm. Well, that sort of reflects who you are, too, caring for people. You sound like my daughter. I was thinking about dogs and our <laughs> our daughter, Andrea, when she was at home. She was a, She's a caregiver. I mean, she's over in the mission field with her husband and kids in West Africa uh, for the last four years. Uh, she's a started a school there to help kids, and she's a special ed teacher. That's just the way she's wired. And so when she was a teenager, she wanted to get a dog. And my wife said, well, you can get a dog. Let's, you know, let's go to the, the pound and get a dog, but make sure it's got short hair. I don't want any shedding of hair in the house and make it a small dog. That'll be nice. So when we get to the pound, Andrea, all the little dogs that have short hair and don't shed are too nice. She sees the one way in the back of the cage who's obviously uh, probably been abused or whatever. Big German shepherd, white hair, long hair. Um, I, I jokingly say it looks like, uh, it had mental illness, you know, hello. 
<laughs> and that's the one we brought home because that's the way Andrea is wired. Let's help that dog. That no one's going to ever take that dog home. We're going to take that dog home. We're going to we're going to care for that dog. And then she went off to college. And who do you think cared for the dog? Hello. All right. <laughs> we're talking. This is fun today. Talking intentional living. Um, and we're talking about the fact that um, we're, we have certain traits. God wires each of us in different ways. And we're hearing that today. Protectors, caregivers, um, stubborn, different personalities. They can re- be reflective in the kind of personalities of, of dogs. And one of the reasons I wanted to do this today, I was thinking about four or five things that this can teach us. One is, you know, one of the things about dogs, dogs don't, they don't try to be somebody they're not. A chihuahua doesn't try to become a German shepherd. (laughs) He may with his big bark. (laughs) It's interesting how the small dogs sometimes try to act that way. But the reality is they are who they are. They're wired the way they are. And uh, God made them that way. And I think sometimes in our lives, we've been wired in a certain way and we try to become something or somebody we're not. And that is frustrating. You see somebody on TV or someone online or someone in your family and you say, I wish I could be like them. I want to be like them. And the fact is you're not wired like them. You've got a different personality. You've got different traits that have been instilled into your life. Now, it doesn't mean you can't grow and change, obviously. But trying to be, you know, trying to be a German shepherd when you're a chihuahua ain't going to work. All the yapping isn't going to make you a German shepherd, right? And so we are who we are, and we've been wired in a certain way, and learning that that is a good thing, because we need chihuahuas and German shepherds, right? Um, That's one of the points I think we can learn as we talk about this today. So again, if you're thinking about dogs, what kind of a dog would you be? What kind of a breed would you be? Love to have you join in. 888-888-1717 is the number. 888-888-1717. Elaine is in Michigan. Hi. Hi, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm getting over a cold, but I'm, I'm making it. Um, I would love to be, a, I call them snickerdoodles. Um, I don't think that's the correct name, <laughs> but it's it's a dog. My friends have both a black one and a chocolate one. These dogs just live to make people happy, and they're curious. They're pleasure pleasers. They're they're just uh, they're just kind of a curious, happy, go lucky dog that. I don't know. They don't shed. <laughs> <laughs> is that is dark. that is this uh, describe who you are, Elaine? Rather nicely, really. Uh, I was a nurse, and uh, I do get a lot of pleasure. Almost every day, I sit down at my table and write out a card to someone, um, and I just that brings me joy right now because I'm not in the nursing field anymore. Mm. So yes, that does. Yeah, lovable. Uh, happy, pleasing people, caring for people. So to, your assignment is to go find a snickerdoodle and bring him into your life, Elaine. Yes, I live in, right now I live in an apartment. Um, I probably can't have a dog, but uh, someday I, I might do that. All right. Very I need good. The dog. Well, you keep at it and keep, uh, keep uh, 
exercising those traits, helping people, pleasing people, loving people in Jesus name. All right. Amen. Okay. Thank, thank you. you, Elaine. Bye-bye. Great show. Thanks. I love it. Uh-huh. Right. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Having more fun than I thought we should. This is more fun than anybody should ought to have. Right. Talking about uh, dogs today. <laughs> and literally we, we were, we had a much more serious topic uh, planned. Stephen had it all laid out and, we had all the audio clips loaded into the computer and ready to go talk about forgiveness, right? And so I walk in because I'm adaptable, like the English pointer. And I said, adapt with me because we're now going to do this. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I literally sitting over in my office thinking about uh, traits and how we're wired and how God makes us each unique. And, and uh, you know, many of us, don't really ever get to the place where we, we understand how we're wired and um, there's the uniqueness in the wiring. And if we can understand it and then use it for God's glory and we benefit from it when we do. Another characteristic of dogs, it's interesting. Not only do dogs don't try to be someone they're not, except for the little ones who sometimes try to bark to be like the big ones. But other than that, another characteristic is, uh, dogs really aren't critical of other dogs, at least that I know of. Um, they may be a little fearful, <laughs> a little aggressive, but the fact is, in our neighborhood, uh, I, we see these people walking their dogs. They got big ones and little ones, and they're all they're meeting. It's interesting how all the dog walkers meet together, and the dogs are uh, together. Sometimes their personalities work, sometimes they don't. But there isn't that sense of hey, I, I can't be around a dog because they look different than I do. They got a different color skin or a different way of expressing their faith or different age. Um, there, there, there tends to be that sense of we can connect. Not always though. It's interesting. Sometimes that doesn't work. And I understand that in life. And we'll talk about that in a moment, but uh, it's so easy for us as humans to see traits in us. And we say we like them, but we see a different trait in another person and it turns us off. Now, we're not to be hurtful of each other. We're to live in peace with each other, obviously. But remember, your spouse may be wired differently than you are. Your spouse may look at life a little differently than you do, in a different way. And like dogs, it's easy to observe the differences when we see them and then create a problem in the relationship, which ought not happen. All right, tell you what, we're having so much fun. We're going to wrap up the show live here in about five, six minutes, but we're going to stay here for another half hour. So we're going to leave these phone lines wide open for you. I'd love to have you join in. 888-888-1717 to tell us if you were to pick a breed of dog that sort of reflects who you are and your temperament, what would it be? Come and join us. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. And I think the very first question we should ask every morning when we get up is, why am I here? Why am I here? I don't mean, why am I here, you know, in this place today? <laughs> That's a good question, too. But a greater question is, why am I alive in the 21st century? Why did God allow me to be here in 2022? What is my purpose? What is the reason for my existence? Boy, that's an excerpt, and timely, isn't it, what we're talking about today? An excerpt from the teaching this month on what the Bible teaches about intentional living. Members, it'll be coming your way online, both the video and audio of the teaching this month. Five questions I ask in this lesson. 
Share them with your family. Share them with others. Thanks for being with us on the journey. We have over 2,000 families around the country who are on this journey with us, and we invite you to come and be a part of it. Your support, frankly, allows us to take this message of intentional living in Christ here and around the world online, on the radio, through our resources and our events. So come and join us. We'll get you signed up. We'll make sure you start receiving our mentoring CDs and teaching from Intentional Living every month to say thank you for your support and also as sort of an update, teaching, encouragement for you. Uh, so come and join us by going to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Okay? Um, all right, let me see if we get time to get, are we about out of time? I think I have time for uh, Deborah. Let me get Deborah on here from uh, Michigan. Go ahead, Deborah. Hello. Hi. What kind of a, a dog uh, would you relate to? A German Shepherd. Why is that, Deborah? They're loyal and hardworking. Mm. They are that, aren't they? Is that you? How, what, what, did you have a career yes. in your life? I did. And now. I take care of my grandchildren mm. for my daughter. And uh, you're a very loyal person? Very. Mm-hmm. Do you have a German Shepherd? I did. I was raised with Shepherds. Now I strictly take rescue dogs. Yes. And that's uh, I know that's a, a great cause many people get involved with. Yeah, that's one thing about German Shepherds. Very loyal. We saw that. Very loyal. And also very hardworking, very powerful. And now, Deborah, hey, you're taking those traits, characteristics, and applying it to caring for the next generation in uh, in your life. Fantastic. All right. Okay. I'll tell you what. Uh, the lines are pretty busy. We got one minute, and then we're going off the air live. But we're going to stay right here and record the show that's going to air tomorrow. And so we'd love to have you join us. Take a few minutes. Give us a call. If you were to pick a breed of dog that sort of reflects who you are, as a, your traits, as a person, uh, what would they be? 888-888-1717, A third point, when we talk about the purpose for this, a third point is sometimes uh, they can get along with each other, dogs, and sometimes they can't. And we have to sometimes put little boundaries in place. And, you know, that's true in life. Sometimes there are people in your life who are a little irregular, a little different. They don't connect. But instead of being critical, just recognize that, hey, sometimes I'm going to connect with other people. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes we're going to relate. Sometimes we're not. But God's made us different, made us unique. Everybody's worthy and valuable to him. And instead of being critical, maybe we're just going to keep a little boundary in place from time to time. There's two more points on this. I'll get to them tomorrow as we continue this discussion. So the phone line is open again to you at 888-888-1717. We'll give you access to that free book, the uh, devotional on uh, the power of one thing. For joining us, love to have you come and be a part of the show. We need you to make it happen, okay? 888-888-1717. The line's open. We'll get to you right away as uh, we record the show for uh, tomorrow. I'm Dr. Randy. Thanks for being a part of the show today. Appreciate it. Uh, learned a lot of interesting things, and uh, we'll, we'll learn some more things tomorrow on this same topic. Thank you, Jennifer, Stephen, and Gino. 
and our Facebook friends as well. Thank you for participating. We'll see you next time. Back tomorrow.